It's time for Recipe of the Day. I am excited to tell you that on my other podcast, Jump to Recipe, my guest today, the episode came out today, is Chef Michael Prince, who is an open pit barbecue master who's been doing it his whole life. And then he went to culinary school. He is also a stand-up comedian. Wonderful, wonderful podcast guest. You've got to go listen to that conversation. It's episode 105 of Jump to Recipe. But during that conversation with Chef Michael, we got talking about turkey a little bit. And so since it is Canadian Thanksgiving next weekend. And because Michael and I were talking about turkey, I thought it was time I tell you about my best turkey brine recipe. So why is this the best turkey brine recipe? There are really three reasons. First, it is way easier and takes up less time to actually make the brine than any recipes I've seen that add aromatics to the brine. This is way easier, and I'm going to tell you why. Easier and way less time-consuming. Also, it gets way more flavor into the turkey. It is so amazing how much of the flavor from the aromatics that we're going to put in there end up flavoring the actual turkey meat. Then, also, this brine recipe has a higher salt-to-liquid ratio than a lot of other brines do, and it allows you to brine it for less time. If you've ever brined a turkey or thought about brining it and you've seen that it needs to be kept cold in a cooler for like 24 hours or something, that is not what we're doing here. This is at most four hours. It's not going to be a pain, I promise. Okay, so what's the big deal about this brine recipe? Well, most of the turkey brine recipes online have you heat up somewhere between a gallon to four gallons of water with aromatics to boiling. You have to cook it for a little while. That takes a long time to get up to temperature. Then you're simmering it. Then you have to completely cool it before you could put the turkey in there. So it's just this whole process before you even get to brining the turkey, right? For this recipe, instead of all of that, we take two cups of water with some salt, raw onion, garlic, and then some fresh herbs, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, and we put them into the food processor or the pitcher of a blender and you pulverize it in there. The salt ends up dissolving really easily in the water because you're mixing it so much and all those herbs, the onion and the garlic, all just get smashed all up and it turns into this flavor bomb slurry. You can totally see what I'm talking about here, right? Instead of boiling the water to extract the flavor from the aromatics, we are just turning the aromatics into the liquid that we're going to brine the turkey with. You see what I mean? You get so much more flavor in there. Then you transfer that to the container that you're going to be doing your brining in. Now, I am telling you to go with a tall container because that's actually going to help us when we put the turkey in there in a moment. So you want like a tall, wide, like a big stock pot kind of thing, not a low, narrow roasting pan. So you're going to put the two cups of water with all that stuff you've pulverized into it into there. Then you're going to add the rest of the water, which is three quarters of a gallon. That's 14 more cups. And just so you know that the ratio that we're doing there, it's one cup of salt to that gallon of water total, the two cups that we started with and then the 14 cups after. Now that is it. Your brine is made so much easier than all that boiling. And I swear so much more flavor in there. The the liquid is just flavored, like so much potent flavor in there. You're not going to believe it. So that is pretty much the turkey brine recipe. And you could use this on other things too, right? This is 
is, of course, going to be great on chicken or pork or really anything like that. I'm just going to give you some basics on how to use it. So you've got it in that taller, narrow container, like a stock pot, like a five-gallon bucket. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put the turkey in head first. That allows for a better displacement of water around the turkey. And it means that the breast meat, which is the meat that you most want to get brined, is for sure submerged. If anything is sticking out of the top, it's going to be like a little bit of like drumstick bone or something, right? You do want it all submerged, but really that is the point. We want the stuff that needs the brine most to be down at the bottom. Now, like I said, this has a higher concentration of salt than a lot of brines do. It only needs four hours in there. That is all. You do have to keep it cold for that time though. So if it'll fit in your refrigerator, you are awesome. Get it in the refrigerator. If not, since we're only doing this for four hours, it's not going to be that hard to keep it cold. You're just going to put some ice into that bucket or stock pot with that turkey. So if it was already kind of full, scoop out some of the water and then add in some ice, cover it, put it somewhere out of the way so nobody like trips over it or anything like that. And then just look every now and then and make sure that there's still some ice. You can add a little bit more ice as you need. It's only four hours. It's going to be fine. Once it's done, you take that turkey out of the brine and pat it dry. Don't rinse it off or anything like that. Just use some paper towels to pat it dry. And then you're going to cook it however you love to cook turkey. I am going to link to a recipe for roasting turkey, but whatever you normally do and love, it's going to work. The only thing I'm going to tell you is that when you want to make gravy from the drip from brine turkey, those drippings can sometimes be really salty. So I'm going to link to my recipe for how to make gravy without drippings. It has some explanation in there about how you can actually use your overly salty drippings in a gravy as sort of the salt. And then you're going to use like unsalted low sodium chicken stock or something like that for the main liquid for your gravy. I also am going to link to just my basic gravy recipe because down in step number six, it talks about how you make your drippings tasty, how to taste them first, what to do if they don't taste good. So that's all sort of tips that you can use. You can definitely get gravy from brined turkey. You just need to be a little bit careful and sort of plan ahead a little bit. Make sure that you do have that unsalted low sodium chicken stock so that you could make the gravy with that and then just add a little bit of your salty turkey drippings if you need to. So that is it. That is my best turkey brine. You're going to love it if you are celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving next weekend or if you're gearing up for turkey season here in the U.S. You're going to love this. Do check out my conversation with Chef Michael Prince on Jump to Recipe, episode number 105. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking. 